0: FC Radio, FC and Music United.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's This Club is My Club, right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. I'm your host, Cockers, and coming up on this week's show, we'll be finding out how FC United got on in their league game at home to Lancaster City from Saturday afternoon. But before that, it's now time for this week's club news. And we start this week with FC's tough away trip to Yorkshire from last Tuesday, as Neil Reynolds' side look to keep their unbeaten run in the league going at Geisley.
2: Kalea does well, but uh, he's got three white shirts around him who win the ball back. Cassidy to Kasim, Kassim now over the halfway line. He's got bags of pace, but uh, goes down under his own steam there,
3: I thought. But, uh, I find that hard to believe. I'm not too sure anyone touched him, but it's a free kick. It looked like he just tried to stop He he put the brakes on and and slipped. Yeah, I just think he went down under his own steam, didn't he? I don't really think Potts made any contact there at all. Well,
2: it's a free kick and a fortunate one, I think. Um, We've got a good line of sight of that and we don't think he actually touched him. But it is a free kick. 25 minutes on the clock here. Geisler with a free kick. Left of centre, about 12 yards outside the penalty area. And uh, Chipperdale came relatively close the last free kick. It, It went narrowly over didn't it but uh, he'll be hoping to do a bit better this time round Callan Chippendale with this free kick on his right foot, there's three players in the wall, Here comes Chippendale no he leaves it, it's Walker, Walker crosses this ball into the back post and FC United were filled there and it was saved initially by Stanway but there following up I think was Danny Ellis, the defender on the back post and to be fair to Stanway I think he got his hands to it the second time but not enough Geisley take the lead just on 25 minutes Paul
3: yeah I think the caught was out on the free kick it was dummed and then crossed in and uh, we just didn't pick up the runner and it was a good save but unfortunately pushed it out and Ellis was the first to react
2: Jones here to Gribbin to Wallerton Wallerton looking out to his left hand side finds Armstrong Armstrong crosses this ball it's a the header there from Linney hits the bar and uh, oh oh, it's tipped over the bar the back pass but the referee's giving a foul but oh that was close and uh, here's Boateng now on the right hand side to Walker challenge comes in, it's a fair one by Armstrong <laughs> Walker there from the deck puts a, a boot in as Armstrong plays it, Armstrong has to win a header, there's Zachroyd down the line and good defending by Armstrong here's Potts Potts now switches play out to the right hand side to Gribben. Gribben waits for the overlap. Gets it from De but Gribbin keeps the ball. Plays it forward to Linney, who's onside. Linney beats his man into the penalty area. Oh, and he gets the ball back again. Oh, he hits the bar for the second time. That was a remarkable effort from Linney. It was brilliant. Gribbin through the middle. Oh, nearly finds Rodwell Grant, but cleared. And uh, Ennis wins it back. Gets it to Gribbin. 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 To it, oh, go back hill, flag stays down, Rodro Grant, yeah. there's your equaliser, yeah. FC United there, uh, getting an equaliser on 67 minutes, shot side, flag stays down, and a uh, masterstroke substitution at our time, Paul.
3: Well, yeah, and a masterstroke bringing Guy Holland, I suppose, if you say that we scored as soon as he made the change, but that was a brilliant piece of uh, interplay that got Row Grant in, and... Uh, for a guy that was on loan and then went back to his club and came back yesterday, that's, that's quite, an, quite an impact. That's
2: a hush he sends on the ground. In it comes. Headed clear there by Jones. Back out to Geisley. Walker's going to have to spin to get this ball in play. He does. Walker now goes down. Oh, I'm not too sure about that one. Here's a free kick and it's taken quickly. Daly crosses this ball in. A shot. To, oh, it hits Jones and goes past Stanway. And FC United are furious. But FC United conceded the free kick. And guys, they were quick to it. And after that,
3: it was all pretty unfortunate stuff, Paul. There's a yellow card there. We just weren't quick enough. We were too slow to deal with a quickly taken free kick. and We
1: were all over the shop. So FC United going down to a 2-1 defeat at Guysley on Tuesday. But it was a much better result for the women's team on Sunday as they progressed through to the first round proper of the FA Cup with an excellent 3-1 win at West Didsbury and Charlton.
2: FC have shown glimpses in this opening, 20 minutes or so of this game. Rigby turns the player, Rigby now on this byline. Along the byline she comes, Rigby beats the player... Rigby beats another player, plays the ball to the edge of the six-yard box. It breaks here. Dixon's shot is scoffed. Breaks to Reeves, who volleys charge down. Breaks to Ogara, who shot his charge down, and Westridge get the ball clear. But only if I was patient, patient to Ogden on the right-hand side. Ogden's challenged and out of play. It's going to be a throw-in to Westridge. Ogden wins the header, gets it to Dixon. Dixon holds it up. Breaks to Reeves, Reeves with a first-time ball through here to Chambers. Chambers! Chambers there with a fine finish uh, to the left-hand side of the goalkeeper who didn't really have a chance but great skill from Chambers there inside the penalty area. She had to beat a defender as well on the way to that goal but FC United take the lead here on 32 minutes. Well, throw in on the halfway line which O'Gara takes... Ball breaks here back to O'Gara. O'Gara to Kelly. Good turn from Kelly. No space to do a move like that, but Kelly gets the ball down here to Dixon. Dixon crosses this ball in. Oh, it's a swing and miss from Sumner. And Chambers Um, gets another goal for FC United. Moments after opening the scoring, she's doubled FC United's lead here, Paul. But Kelly's skill on that far touchline there then. Great play by Kelly. And it's a corner ball to West Didsbury, which... uh, Curry is going to take, it's from Westersby's left side. In it comes on a right foot. Bird's whistle there, wins the header, bravely. And here's Dixon now. Dixon bringing the ball clear to Ogden. Ogden inside the centre circle. First time ball over the top, down the left-hand side for Kelly to run on to. Kelly gets to the ball. Got brace for girdle for company. Kelly crosses that ball in. This is a wonderful counter-attack, which needed a finish. And Ogden was there on the back post and puts it over. That would have been a stunning goal if that had gone in, Paul. It would have
3: been a great team goal on a breakaway, Matt. I think it was five passes out from our own penalty area.
2: Reeves picks up the ball. Reeves does well. Good turn there by Reeves. Finds uh, Ogden. Back to patient. Patient here to Birdswistle. Birdswistle. Good ball out to the left-hand side here for the run of Clancy, who takes it in a stride. Clancy, good ball to find Chambers. Chambers crosses this ball and it's defended. Chambers with a second chance. And there's Dixon, and she gets the goal. She's earned that, Paul, hasn't she? Oh, that, yeah. That yeah. was brilliant stuff. Uh, Chambers there, real determination. And uh, FC United make it 3-0. And that's probably the game now, Paul, I'm going to suggest.
3: Again, a good counter-attack there. We managed to find Chambers in the box. The shot was charged down, but... She had uh, company with her inside the penalty area, and the cross was was perfect for a free header. And that's 10 uh, nil in three games against West Edsbury now this season.
2: Viard with this free kick swings this ball. In fact, she goes for goal and she scores. Mm. What a finish from the substitute there, Annabelle Viard. And uh, well, that goal's come out of nowhere, Paul, in 68 minutes. It was a, a free kick which came out of nowhere. I was expecting the ball to come in towards the back end of the penalty area. Instead, she went for goal and Donald couldn't get to it and it's 3-1. Well, it's a free kick, which Vice is going to take by the Westisbury corner flag. Played long towards the halfway line. Gunn does well. Gets that ball down really well and this pass is a good pass and Westisbury here with an opportunity. Shot comes in and Donald there to her right-hand side. Palms the ball wide. He was brace girdle there with the effort. But the score remains 3-1 as we enter uh, the last 11 minutes of this FA Cup tie. And that is full time here at Brookburn Road. And FC United after a couple of weeks of defeat in the Manchester Challenge Cup and in the Argyle Cup away at Cheadle Town. FC United back to winning ways in the FA Cup through to the next round. A 3-1 win here against Westersby and Charlton and uh, for much of the game it's been a bit nervy in the last 10-15 minutes or so, but for much of the game I've seen that it'd have been in control, and have been a bit more to their normal standard Yes, I case. think
3: the better side won the the FA Cup tie this afternoon, I think FC put more into it I think they created more chances, scored more goals we had to survive a bit of a rally from West Hidsbury late in the second half which you expect, because they're playing at home and they're a decent side, they're not a, not a poor side by any means, but uh, FC prevailed, and From a morale point of view, it's a very important victory. From a financial point of view, even if we lose in the next round now, that's earned the club £8,000, which is more than the men earned in the FA Trophy and the FA Cup combined, I think. So from from the club's point of view, this is a very, very important victory.
2: Absolutely. And FC United through to the first round of the FA Cup. We think the draw is probably tomorrow, isn't it, on Monday? Yeah. Um, The tie itself will take place on the 13th of November. A busy week that week, haven't we? Because that's when the Phoenix, Phoenix Trophy is as well. Yeah, um, so that's going to be a, a bit of an epic week. Uh, but uh, congratulations to United. You can't take it for granted through to the first round of the FA Cup. I think <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be joined by James, James now. James is
3: sprinting across. Fair play to James. And so he should after a result like this. Yeah. Uh,
2: just to say, uh, in James Mobile Hill's defence, he sprinted over that quick when we got beat. So <laughs> fair uh, James, big thank you for joining us. Uh you must be delighted with how we bounced back today.
4: Yeah, buzzing, buzzing with the performance. Um I thought the girls left everything on the line there at the end. Um fair play to West Dids. Like they came out and they made a proper uh, FA Cup tie of it towards the end. We thought it was gonna um gonna be a bit of a nervous one. Um but quality, quality performance, it's great to see it in front of the fans as well. And um like ten out of ten performances for players out like there today.
2: Absolutely. Um just to touch upon um the differences really, um, as some of the players will past be, i 'll be careful who are there, <laughs> but that was the best performance I think we 've seen from Dixon in a, in a red shirt yeah, it definitely was superb kelly was was excellent, mm-hmm. but how
4: important bird 's whistle being back yeah massive massive. I think we, we, we opted for um, a little bit more of a defensive line this week we 've been going very quite attacking, um, and it cost us a little bit recently um, sometimes when you 're backs against the wall, you want defenders in defensive positions. Um, Kate Ogara came in at right back yep. for us and did a job, and which they cleared off the line there at the yep. end. But it's sometimes we, we, it's been breaking down when we've been trying to play out. Um, so we've addressed that this week in training, and, and I think we I think we were brilliant today. Like we really was. One of the
2: highlights of the game was actually where we didn't score. It was a counter attack which yeah. went all the way down to the end, and it was just Ogden yeah. on the back post there, wasn't it? But I mean Ogden's had the. I think that might be Paul. We've not discussed this but I think that might be Kerry Ogden's best performance in the red yeah. shirt. Yeah, I thought
3: Kerry Ogden
4: was very right, good in the yeah. middle of the park today. Uh, she she was uh, she's she's played an anchor role for us today like we've been we've been toying with the idea like from going from 4231 to a 433 and changing out when we're transitioning but the main one was was Ke- Kerry's been, kerry has been Carrie Ogden's been the anchor and made sure like she she's a really intelligent player like she understands when we want to uh, recycle from one side of the pitch to the other and she'll be the person that constructs the attack at the start Um, and you need an intelligent footballer to do that and she understands the job and she worked her socks off today
2: Mentioned for Donald as well, yeah. did a cracking save on the stretch uh, down here. Also, um, wel- welcome to senior football. She's there with a horrible ball delivered into an air post. Yeah. Two massive players bearing yeah. down and still managed to get a
4: punch out there. Oh, looks, she's she's looks learning. Better, this is, this yeah. is part of the, 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 the development for, for Sophie Donald. Like, we knew she's a 16-year-old girl. Like There's going to be points where she, she learns and she, she makes errors and she has to learn from them. But... Um, we're, we're, we're giving it this experience like I know it's, it's part of our role in, at this football club is not just about like we need to win every single game by 10-0 and like we need to develop players and, and, and give them something give back to them and um, so obviously quarter there. I think there's one where she's come out and, and, and punched it like listen it's, it, I'd be struggling jumping up with them girls <laughs> flying
2: in there <laughs> the most impressive thing was the way uh, how, how she styled it out at the end she, she had a face like not bothered, yeah. not bothered at all. Super. She's a cool cat. Um, just to mention uh, for Kirsty Chambers, because she did pop up in conversation a couple of times when we played at Cheadle Yeah, that yeah. was a lot better on it. Yeah,
4: uh, I think we, we we had a conversation last week, and then we we talked to the with the coaching staff, and then we trained it this week. Is we we do need players who've got that killer instinct in the final third, and. Listen, the ball drops to her twice in the first half and she just smashes the back of the net like and there's not a person on the pitch who I'd rather it drop to in the box and, and she's shown her quality today and shown a class in the first half. No great stuff. Who's your sure we
2: me and Paul were having a little chat at the end there? Um with about ten minutes to go about our play of the match, but
4: who would yours be? I'd probably say like Og- I think Ogden Ogden played yeah. really well, like she she played out of her skin, like I'm I'm happy with that. Like it's um but it could have been it's one of them games where it could have been three or four players who, who could have got the player of the match so um when it's a game like that, it's a it's a good sign. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> and the other thing is as well, just despite you know going three nil up, um, game management, it, we could have folded yeah. the way we've been playing the last couple of weeks. Confidence, yeah, at zero at times, could have easily. I gone. think it's
4: having those senior players like like you got Reeves there, who, who, I think, ten minutes out is already looking to push it towards the corner flag, um, and it's having those players who've got the experience to you could see that West Dids were knocking on the door and, and if they score another goal in the last 10 minutes it's 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 a very, very nervous 10 minutes for us so um, having those experienced players who put it into the wide spaces and try to run down the clock it, listen, it's not the most exciting thing in the world but it's it's important in games like this and um, into the next round of the cup that's what's massively important First round draw is on Monday? Yes, I believe yeah, so So
2: uh, what, what does this mean for, for you personally that FC United have made it through to the first round? Listen, the
4: it, ev- every, I think every coach every manager who's got into the next round in, in the hat now is probably wants an easy draw <laughs> like every everyone's looking for I'm not even going to look at who's in it now or who's happened today like somewhere close to home or at home would be would pre- preferable um, but it'd be nice to get to get back at Broadhurst Park and get the fans um, out for the FA Cup that'd be that'd be, as long as we get a decent side at Broadhurst Park I'm happy with that
2: here's a rare question I've not asked you that much this season next
4: game James a league game, a league, game. a league game. Do you remember the league?
5: Yeah. What's that like?
4: Darwin away yeah. thoughts. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. I know they've got a good setup there. They've got a good pitch. I, I've, I looked at it. I think it's a 4G pitch in the stadium. Um, so it suits our game. We're a ball playing team. I'm really looking forward to it. Listen, the girls know the main goal this year, and it has been. We've had a few setbacks already, but the the main goal was to get to the second round of the FA Cup proper. Um, and get ourselves a promotion in the league. That, that's, the, that's the main goal for us. So we're still in a good position. Um, it's probably going to su- set up for us nice now that Cheadle, they're at the top of the league, but Cheadle have got two, two cup games that we've got to play now in the interim where we can get our points on the board and hopefully get five points clear of them.
2: Brilliant stuff. Well, James, it's nice interview this I know yeah I've enjoyed it oh after <laughs> you have any
4: counselling after we go <laughs> off air or anything like uh, that this
2: week James a big congratulations to you and, and the team and the rest of the coaching staff we've not even mentioned the prize money thank you for yeah, that as yeah. well Money uh, in the tin, uh, yeah it? exactly brilliant stuff keep up the excellent work and uh, good luck in training this week cheers fellas See thank you, soon. you. take been care
1: women's team manager James Mulvihill there speaking to Ben after that 3-1 win at West Didsbury and Cholton mm. and the draw for the first round of the FA Cup has now taken place and FC United have been drawn at home to to Mersey Rail, with the tie to be played at Broadhurst Park on Sunday the 13th of November. And finally for this week's news, the men's team on Saturday hosted Lancaster City in the league, and let's hear now from FC United manager Neil Reynolds, who caught up with Ben before kickoff.
2: Neil, just before we talk about Lancaster City and this afternoon's game, just to touch upon, now we've had time to watch it all back um, against Geyser two free kicks in it which aren't free kicks
0: it's unfortunately it's a disgraceful <laughs> decision you know what else can you do what, how can you keep moaning about it not just the free kick I've said to you after the game every three had a good game not just the free kick that wasn't the free kick, but the fact that three players went to appeal it and he still let the play go on. That's yeah. where the whistle should come into play. And that's cost us because there was only one team going to win it. So I'm not disappointed with the, the defeat. I'm disappointed with the decision. Uh, I wasn't disappointed with our second half performance. And I thought first half was a game where a team came at us and we you know, only conceded the one. Uh, second half we were great. But you know that's going to happen. And, but I'm sick of seeing really poor decisions at this level of football because it, it, it does affect you. Uh, and you know, if. I'm not. I'm not uh, standing here saying we want VAR or anything like that. But I'm saying that when he's got a linesman, you know, use him because yeah. they're a team, and, and that's what we want him to do.
2: Well, um, the other thing we have to say about Tuesdays, um, and we didn't really ham it up too much, but we did have a few players out, mm. and uh, that takes us to this afternoon's game. Uh, how, how are we looking? Yeah,
0: we're struggling. We are so we're back, struggling. Yeah, we're back struggling now, you know, with Donners has just failed on the fitness test. Yeah. Vincent's out. Jack DeGrooch is out today. Uh, he's felt his calf. Griffiths is 50%, so he's going to have to go on the bench, but we've been here before. We've been here before, you know, and. We've just got to get on with it. And you know, when when we didn't have a fully fit side we 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 lost by odd goals. We we probably didn't play as well as we could do. I think the likes of De Grucci coming in and Armstrong has given us that attacking flair from our full back area. So I'm just hoping that Wollerton, who's gonna go in the place of De Grucci today, can right. can do similar.
2: We need to get back to winning ways, but like you say, I mean it's gonna to be tough. Uh, you know. with, with players being absent today, but I suppose you want you want them to bounce back though after after Tuesday, yeah, don't we? Of
0: course you do. Yeah, and you know we we've had a good chat about it. We've had a regroup. We know that we're going to have. A real difficult afternoon, you know. Lancaster are likely to come and really park the minibus, you know, or, or the bus, the double-decker coach, whatever it is. Play a three-six-one; they're going to be happy with the point today. I know that. I'm close to the management team and some of the players. I know exactly how they're set up, and Leverhulme did it. So we've got to be quick with our passing, quick with our movement. If we have a lot of football today, we've got to make the openings count at the top end of the pitch and try and get them to break the shape. and And if they do, you know, if we can score early and they've got to come out. I think it will be a really good game of football. But if they come and come for a point, then it's going to be it's going to be difficult. To break them down because we've got some really good experienced lads that have been around this level. So, you know, let, let's see what, what three o'clock brings. And that
2: then obviously a lot of onus then on, on the likes of Regan Lynne, Joe Rodwell Grant, as he started today. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah,
0: the two of them will, will go off each other like they did in the second half. I thought they were excellent. Young Gabidon will come in on, on one side and, and Grivin on the other. Because there's the two old men in midfield and Ennis and Potts. Uh, you know they still can't get a break because you know three midfielders being out. Still had a decent game. Once yeah, they the time no, time. They they, yeah, they did. No, they did. They've, they've been brilliant, both of them. But it, it would be nice to be able to wrestle or rotate one of them. But that's not the case in a the minute. And then Jones and Halls and then Armstrong and, and Wallerton with with Stanway behind him. So we're, we're positive. You know we're back here. I think it's the first time I've been here since we have gone top of the league. So that's a, that's a nice stat. And you know if we win today, no one can do anything about it. Uh, it would be nice if. The likes of Matlock slip up today and we could go into next weekend's game without when we haven't got a league game, knowing that we're still gonna be on top of the league. So that'd be nice. But you know, there's a lot of work to do between now and then. But we're positive, we've got a good side out today. I'm sure the crowd will be our twelfth man and, and get everybody going.
2: Well, Neil, a big thank you for joining us pre-match and uh, best of luck this afternoon. Just before I oh, go, yes. bang,
0: yeah, can I just give a shout-out yeah, to, to Tim, uh, my sponsor, over in uh, over in Spain, and you know, wish him all the best, and, and also to the Armchair Army as well, listening, so uh, hopefully we can do it for them today.
2: Nice, one, thanks, thanks, thanks Neil. Cheers. Take care, mate, see you soon. We're joined by Woodzone now, pre-match, uh, just before um, we talk about this afternoon's game. Yeah. S- similar question to what we just said to, to Neil there. I mean, well, it was a bit frustrating Tuesday night. Geisley were up for it. We need a response. So whatever happened on Tuesday is done now.
6: Have you watched it back? Yeah. All we wanted to ask that is because on commentary we said That, no, that I, foul was, was oh, from our just about got it right. From our angle, it looks yeah yeah yeah. But, yeah. but no. we haven't got depth and perception like uh, we have on the other well, camera. Not on the camera. Yeah, and, and that's it, fine. it blatantly wasn't. That's fine, so. That's fine. But it doesn't exonerate. Like like he said, like we said on Tuesday, the you can't go around the referee. He's going to let it go. I noticed that he's match day programme today, Neil said that the ref admitted he got it wrong. Doesn't make it, it no. help us, does it? But yeah, but they like spinning on now, you know, it was always gonna be a tough game. We knew that. The atmosphere was against us. Second half we did okay, we probably I'm, he's right that I think I see he's right that was we one Team going to win it. We did say on commentary, or you said on commentary, that after I we scored, it, they just started getting yeah, back into I it think again, a didn't they? A draw would have been a yeah. fairer result, I think. I think. I don't think either team probably they definitely won the first half. I think we won the second half. So we hit the bar draw. twice and we hit the bar twice yeah. in, in about three minutes. So it's frustrating, but we, we get on with it. Lancaster
2: today is probably going to be oh. equally as frustrating, I think. Um, I mean, my thoughts go back to uh, the 3 2 win here. Occasions like that are rare, though, against Lancaster. I just yeah. think it's going to be...
6: But then, like he you said, he's absolutely right. The key to them games, and I say it when I sit up there, and I think I've said it on the radio, you've got to score early and make that make them yeah, decide whether, whether they throw it in the bin. Or... Count,
2: as Paul always says, we're a counter-attacking side, and well, if that's... they don't attack, then we're not going to be able to counter. Mm. And that's probably what they've fought. That's and probably that's, that's, the that's a
6: good way of looking at it, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't like us playing Lancaster. I never like us playing Lancaster because of... They're a solid, well-built side. They always have been. Yeah. Every time we played them, they always will be. They've, they've beaten us in not of trophies in the past. They've beaten us and at their place. And it's always usually a goal in it, and we usually don't get the rub of the green. I remember last last season at, at their place, we had the goal disallowed, and it was a penalty that was a bit soft. Yeah. You know? <sighs> let's see what happens. I was going
2: to say, yeah. let's end this interview with that side. Yeah, because because that that'll that'll ring out it throughout might the feed afternoon. Into our yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but. We'll obviously hear from you at half time, Absolutely. but uh, a big thank you for joining us pre match and uh, me again. enjoy the first half. Thank you. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to SC Live, brought to you by constructivecoding.com and you lovely people, the Armchair army And you join us here back at Broadhurst Park as FC United of Manchester host Lancaster City here in North Manchester. In the Northern Premier League Premier Division, this is FC Live. Roy's here, everyone. Hello, Roy. How are you? How are
7: you, Ben? I'm okay. <laughs> how are you? I'm not too bad. <laughs> Sorry for ignoring you. It's there, right. Don't worry. You, now, getting, you were chatting away, weren't you? I was getting carried away with all the stats. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> Stat. stat Paul is he's, he's here, and he comes out with a lot of uh, good uh, knowledge. So I thought I'd uh, try and reap the rewards. Now, Roy, I'm going to uh, dip into your well of. You, oh my goodness you? me.
3: How are you? All right, not too bad, well, best
7: you. <laughs> All right, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Why don't I get a kiss? Sorry about that, Ben. But uh, all right, John, are you okay? <laughs> I jump. See you. So <laughs> anyway, excuse uh, me, uh, listeners, but uh, uh, it's like
2: commentating with a celebrity. It's like Swampy's there. Or something. Terrible, isn't it? Anyway, uh, what was I saying? I'm going to dip into your well of wisdom Go and on, knowledge. Uh, FC United uh, before Tuesday night were on a really good run, seven games unbeaten. You know, there were there were winning good aways at, at Mask they were beating Morpeth um, they are beating South Shields they really come into form then Geisley away sends shivers down the spine of any FC United coach as I'm sure you're aware Roy you've, you've had a, a one occasion I think where your assistant and we took on Geisley a couple of
3: there yeah, yeah. and yeah. it didn't
2: end well I'll tell you what grape, pie, peas and
7: gravy though, with the
2: <laughs> old mint sauce on it that's that's the priority yeah. but you're right about the mint sauce I had that on Tuesday but anyway How do we bounce back from that brick wall that is Geisler? Today we're facing another brick wall in the guise of Lancaster City.
7: I mean, Lancaster City are very methodical. They get jobs done the hard way. They try and make it as easy as they can and very disheartening for their opponents. Um, What I would say is, uh, at the end of the day, you have to concentrate on your own camp. You have to go out, set a standard that isn't at walking pace... Uh, unlike some of the uh, the last game that I watched here, anyway.
2: What game was that?
7: Liversidge? Yeah. God, it was your fault. Yeah, I remember. Nothing to do with me, mate. Well, we've been all right since you. Since well, you've whatever, not been here. whatever. We'll <laughs> see today. But uh, at the end of the day, you have to go out there and set a pace. You know that your opponent is scared of. If you want to go out there and just act as all you know you're going to win this game the next game and the game after that then you know your attitude needs looking at so set your style out and go for it there's a factor
2: here FC United this season very much a counter attacking team and when we play teams who go for us we do very very well and ordinarily we actually win it's the teams like Leversidge that
7: sit in that sit in that we have trouble with Yeah, Um, and play for the uh, set plays and things like that big lads
2: my thoughts go back, though, to the last time me and you commentated on a FC United v Lancaster City game. I don't know if you remember this. It was a couple of seasons back. It was... I think FC United were cruising. 2-0. They were cruising. And then Lancaster make it 2 all, And then we score in the last... in added time. Doyle.
7: Yeah. It was a thrilling game. It was. What are the chances of that happening today? Every chance. Because, I've got to be honest, even though they change managers and though they change uh, players the style of play never really changes and it's a weird one that isn't it it is weird because
2: you know? um, Matt fell has been in charge now for <coughs> a few seasons mm-hmm. but I go back to that game at Gig Lane and was it the FA Cup or the FA Trophy yeah and um, where Rob Nugent did his weird back pass yeah. on a very sodden pitch yeah do you remember that Rob Nugent so, sorry <laughs> what a good player and what a nice lad sorry if you're bringing back memories uh, but but that that's the correct way to play against SC United at the moment I think
7: well, um, proved. has it not always been that way, to be honest. Uh, what we've had to do is, I know when I was in charge of the uh, coaching and the training, I held a lot of, so much, uh, store in our fitness levels. That's why when we came up against the, the pro teams, we never looked as though uh, we was out of sorts in any way, shape or form. It's not necessarily fitness though, is it?
2: It's about a bit of dynamism. And, mm. you know, Wigan Linney, has been playing really well but Rodwell Grant returning after leaving the club coming back scored midweek that'll do his confidence no, oh, yeah, no harm at all yeah. and you know and he's
7: a, he's a good ploy yeah uh, for Linney. and it
2: looks like we've, we've um, Gribbin uh, will be on the right wing, Gabidon on the left. It looks like we are going two up front with Linney and Rodwell Grant, and that, that's exactly what we need to do.
7: Well, if, if Gribbin's playing on the on the right, uh, then obviously he's being encouraged to come in on his his more, shall we say, favoured side, yep. his left side, uh, and then he can link up play. The one to link up play with is obviously Rodders yeah, and. Um, As far as I'm I'm concerned, once that ball goes into his feet and he can bounce it back, then you've got the run and the spin, or hopefully the spin and the run, of Linney to latch onto the little through balls that Gribben's capable of doing.
2: The midfield will be uh, Michael Potts and Charlie Ennis, an
7: experienced
2: midfield. I do get the impression Neil would like to rest them at some point, however... Uh, needs must at the moment. We've got injuries all, all over the place. Griffiths is on the bench. Uh, he's not 100% fit. We know Vincent is is out injured still. We know Donahue uh, failed his fitness test uh, this afternoon. So needs must. But Potts and Ennis, they've been here many times before. The legs are still moving. The brain's still working.
7: That's the thing, really. I mean, uh, the good technical players, as regards, you know, they can they can spot a pass. And they can do a pass. Uh, it worries me a little bit that if they both get caught going forward, then the legs might wear out. But saying that, I just feel that the quality is there going forwards. They can spread a pass, a short pass. They can link up. They have an eye for goal. Yeah. You know, and they will hit the ball as well. Uh, so we we'll just see how it goes. I, I just feel that if I was going to operate those two in the centre midfield, then it. I'd, do it on a, a centre-half pairing basis that whoever goes, the other covers, he slides yep. around and just drops back just to plug the holes like, you know what I mean? I think they do that quite well. This is, this is second nature to the, those two. Um, just to
2: say, De Grouchy is injured, unfortunately, so Alex Wallerton uh, goes to right back, but he's another experienced player who could probably play there. Um, it's not like De is actually a right back right, by yeah. trade, so uh, Wallerton and Armstrong uh, will be the full-backs. Andy Hall's got man of the match on, on Tuesday night. Solid. Very solid. Yeah, solid yeah, in he is solid, isn't in uh, his style of play? And uh, Curtis Jones uh, finishes the start in 11. Uh, substitutes: uh, Palinkas, uh, Guy Hall, Kalea, Griffiths, and uh, Will, and the substitute goalkeeper. Just to throw out some names of the Lancaster City team: now Cowperthwaite, um, captain for Lancaster, quality midfielder, daunting. He's going to be up for a battle this afternoon yeah. and Potts and Ennis have to be up for it as well I feel
7: yeah and uh, the 11 as well Evangeline. oh he's got a hat trick didn't he Angelinos yes yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's lively Him. he spots an opportunity he can create an opportunity but more so he anticipates where the balls are going to go so he's one that we uh, we really need to keep an eye on
2: and Dale Whittam as well of course we're looking at the league table Roy well I'm looking at the league table and um, FC United currently top yeah. of the league um, we don't play a league game now for a couple of weeks after this one it's important isn't it to sign off with a victory especially given the fact the likes of South Shields Morpeth, Warrington they've got games in hand
7: but you look at them yeah yes. how many points what's the gains bro yeah five any team from mid
2: table end up top of the league and how remarkable is that at this stage of the season because it is I think it's, it is silly season isn't it it is APL? a little
7: bit yeah because it shows you just how tight this this division is you know um, well do you know what I can remember only maybe four weeks ago looking at uh, FC were they in about 13th position yes, yeah they strung the so, wins together and so there's you know there's the proof of the pudding
2: so next Saturday, just to remind FC United won't be playing league football next Saturday. It's going to be the Manchester Premier Cup taking on Staley Bridge Celtic. So right. we do have to sign off with a win, I feel, uh, because there's there's a huge array of teams uh, who are within five points of FC United currently. It goes down all the way to 12th position in Geisler. They've all got varying games in hand. Geisler, Ashton United, Marine, they've got a game in hand on FC United. Gainsborough Trinity have got three games in hand. Right. South Shields, incidentally, four points behind us. They've got four games in hand. Oh, right, and uh, right, yeah. They're currently spinning plates with the FA Cup and that side of things. I mean, I don't necessarily think we're competing for the title this season. I don't want to put that out there. But it, it is important to, to win as much as we can and make sure that we're, we're in the mix with the players for as long as possible.
7: I'd disagree on that. Oh? I'd say that the top teams, the top ten teams, are all in an opportunity to actually uh, win this division you know it's there to be had it's the team that it's a consistency level uh, and a regular consistency level the teams are now out onto the pitch
2: so without further ado let me hand you over to our expert commentary team for this afternoon's game this is FC Live brought to you by ConstructiveCoding.com and you lovely people the arm to arm it's FC United against Lancaster City and here's your commentary team of Royceul, Stato Paul but first it's a welcome back To James Quinn.
5: Almost level with the 18-yard line as they go forward here on the left hand side. And uh, in a bit of space is Whittam. Now Brownhill with a cross. Decent looking Mm. one is other fullbacks in there, and it's bubbling around. It's on the line.
7: (laughs) Totally unmarked there. The number two, Bailey. Came in at the back post on that really long cross. And I'll tell you what, that was an excellent save that from Lavercomb.
5: Point blank. Oh, and the referee's given a penalty. Just a little bit of contact from Curtis Jones. Player goes over. Not a lot of contact, Roy.
7: I just felt that the little header that he he made forward into the space towards the line panicked Curtis Jones that little bit and he leaned his shoulder into the centre of his back and pushed him
5: over. Gives the referee a decision to make, doesn't it? Yeah, he
7: did, yeah. And to be honest, I think... uh, I didn't really see the linesman, but I, I should imagine that the linesman had a better view of that.
5: Well, it, the referee did hesitate, and, uh, he yeah. and he maybe glanced over to I the so. referee's assistant. That
7: was my feelings, definitely.
5: So, Evangelinos. Nico Evangelinos is the man that entrusted with this penalty. Lavacombe is, uh, stands between a Lancaster and a one-goal lead here in the 11th minute. sun comes out, so Evangelinos versus Lavacam. Here we go, Evangelinos. Saved by Lavercombe! Uh, not a lot of power, but a decent save from uh, Dan Lavercombe, and it stays nil-nil. Linny battling away, can he? Chance for Linny! Yeah. Scores! Get in there. And, uh, well, he just put enough pressure on the defender, Kaelin uh, Gallagher-Allinson, just didn't deal with it, and there was some contact with Linny, but not enough to constitute a foul and having almost gone looking like they might go down 1-0 for the penalty FC now lead by a goal to nil with uh, almost 14 minutes gone Roy Sewell
7: Big hopeful punt there straight up in the air down the middle over the uh, defensive line with the centre half trying to recoup uh, the distance on the ball and Linney basically made himself a nuisance got into him the header back to the goalkeeper off the central defender wasn't a good one and Linney just whipped it in to the bottom left hand side of the keeper uh, for a really well taken goal.
5: Nodded on nicely, Jones gets in the way that time but it's a half clear now it's a chat on the edge of the box, um. a real chance for Bailey into the box, Benny puts it across and that's a fine finish but FC getting themselves in a tangle but Bailey and you know Bailey with a provocative celebration but...
7: I have a feeling that that came off Curtis Jones, I think it's an on goal at the back post
5: a dangerous uh, dangerous ball across there though Rodwell there Grant over this one, three men in the wall chips it, oh it was a superb free kick but it's saved
1: good what work, good save.
5: it really was almost perfect and it was a great save from uh, Waller and good work from Mellon there and bringing oh, it forward well now is Whittam there Whittam he's being allowed to shoot, here he's chipped it forward great run from oh, what a Bo- save. great work there from uh Lovercombe. Wallerton for a, a rather lone figure of Linny. Ooh, dear oh dear Cowperthwaite. That's out. Red and that's off. Straight red. That's a really dangerous challenge there. He didn't he didn't connect with the man. But Cowperthwaite well, looks agreed, but I think he knows that was not the challenge to make. Lawson over halfway. Lawson just holds it up Bailey oh Ooh, lovely ball, ball oh. and which with a great run a chance for Lancaster to win this Lavakam does well I think Whittam was minded to take it past him but Lavercombe just kept his eye on the ball ball down the other end now Rodwell Grant into the box Rodwell Grant low crossing Kalea can't meet it Gabidon with this corner from the right hand side and it can not look punched Ooh. Unconvincingly by Waller, the ball's bobbling around. Bailey gets a foot in, and it just goes oh, he wide from that? Jones. Well, I think he, he wasn't expect. Came off the Lancaster player, took him by surprise, and he just couldn't steady himself to put the ball in the net. That's it. Well, he blows the whistle thirty seconds early, but FC United. That is a deeply frustrating result for FC. We know there's no easy games in this league, but FC went, well, 10 men up for about 25 minutes and they never really looked like uh, making that, turning that advantage into the winning goal. And, uh, well, frustration indeed. One wanted, and FC's home form lags behind.
2: I mean, to be fair, what Neil's going to say, quite rightly, is the players who aren't on this team sheet. And Paul mentioned a couple moments ago,
7: you know, Grouchy, Gribbin
2: going off injured. That would have made all the difference, I think.
7: I think but personnel would have definitely made the difference. But I also look at the pattern of play and the pattern of play, and the, the passing wasn't quick enough. The movement wasn't quick enough.
2: But don't you think, Mo? Like, we we so did create. We created the half chances, which I think, it, it, if no disrespect to the players, those chances fell to. But I just think, if the personnel was slightly different, the players were available, we would have won that's no disrespect to Lancaster either who I think had their dogged. moments yes
7: yeah, yeah, were dogged and caused a few uh, opportunities to be honest I mean the full backs were, were excellent they were quality they were, and considering that they were the ones that uh, I think by half time had possibly the most shots on goals uh, you know I thought the Lancaster did really well but I just feel that the style of play FC needs to quicken things up right from the word go quicken it up because they've got good capable lads who can pass a ball but what do they do they run into avenues and get the possession taken off them
2: looking at the um, the match report and, and what I've written down here in my notes Caber-Pway sent off on 65 minutes yeah and then there's two chances for Lancaster yeah the speculative volley from Larson that just went over and the witten one where he should have he oh. should have gone past him Well, to be honest, we didn't, James is right, we didn't really lay a glove on them, did we, in that last 25 minutes, too often. I mean, the only chance we really had was where the ball broke to Jones, and it would have been tricky on the back post.
7: Yeah, when he tried to get the header in, uh, a bit sharpish, but, uh, like I say, you know, you you can't take it a lot away from how uh, Lancaster set themselves up and said, well, come on then, break us down, come on, what have you got? And then FC play into their hands instead of passing the ball by running with the ball and running into avenues that are shut off, call cool the sacks, and lose possession, and then next minute you're on the break with the likes of Whitam. Who's your man of the match? I mean, from an FC
2: perspective, I think Andy Halls has had a good game, but generally man of the match. Has it got to go to one of their full-backs? Bailey, I, yeah, I think Bailey,
7: it- yeah. Bailey was... Quality. It was quality in defence, and it was quality in midfield areas, and in the supporting attacking areas.
5: Bang I mean, on. It was. Uh, it was a, probably an example of man against boy, wasn't it? A bit on that la- on that flank.
7: I think also. I mean, if I, if I look at FC, for his work rate alone, as an outfield player, I think Linny still yeah. edges it. But yeah. if I look at a saviour and a player I've got to look at Lavacum because he pulled off he pulled, off a, and, uh, he pulled yeah. off a few saves there that was so important and everybody and we've got to be honest from the penalty and to that run in there and he did another one with a header that he had to deal with uh, I thought he did excellent today absolutely excellent so I'd, I'd give it Lavacum.
2: well we're going to be uh, hearing from Neil Reynolds in a second or two um, but um, no league game now for a couple of weeks, and there's kind of a, a, an opportunity lost. Really, we could have been four points clear heading into um, next week's match in the in the Manchester Premier Cup. Instead, it's just two points. Victories today for Warrington Town, Bamber Bridge, and Marine. Uh, a defeat for for Matlock but South Shields, dropping two points as well. That uh, they uh, drew nil nil this afternoon. So, it does feel like an opportunity lost? But it's a crazy league. I mean. To be top of the table with
5: 27 points from out of 48, I mean, that's uh, extraordinary. Yeah.
3: I think a late goal for South Shields has pushed them into second and they've got four games in hand on us. Two points behind.
5: Well, thank you, Neil. How disappointing is it to not take advantage of the 10 men?
0: Devastating. Absolutely gutted. We can't miss chances like that, James. You cannot miss chances the way we've missed today. Tavonga's got a score. Curtis Jones has to score at the end we have so much possession we're, we're dominant we create really good opportunities and we don't take them and we drop points and that and that to me it's not a sign of a ruthless side that want to go up this season it is, You we give some credit to
5: lancaster in terms of the way that bailey and we thought bailey and brown and their full backs were were extraordinary they were a good side yeah. they were
0: a good side anyone could be anywhere they could have scored late on at the end but we have got to score we have got to score you know, Joe Rowell-Grant, the keeper, makes a superb save off a free kick. Kirch has got the whole goal at the end, the header. The whole goal, I and mean, there's only so much you can do as a manager. you stand there, you're wishing, you're praying. We've dominated the football, dominated the football, and we haven't won. You know, yeah, it's pleasing, we're still top, and we haven't got beat, etc. But we, we've got to win that game of football, yeah. and we haven't.
5: though, knows that save at the end. He kept his eye on the ball and stopped Wickham nicking it for them.
0: I've, I've got two probably the best keepers in the league, you know, in, in, in Stanway and Lavercombe, you know, and, and today was Lavercombe's turn, he saved the penalty. By the way, if we keep getting refereeing decisions like this, James, honestly, people will walk away from the game because that's another shocker today, you know. But Lavercomb saves it. Uh, I thought he was great all game. Just prior to the penalty, he made a point-blank save, which was great. And in the second half, he stood tall. Uh, He's an amazing goalkeeper, but he shouldn't get to that. Shouldn't get to a reliant on dam to save one-on-ones in the egg because the game should be out of
5: sight. Uh, Michael Potts positive performance brilliant uh, looks like his old self yeah brilliant
0: Pottsy was brilliant but I thought we lacked energy in the middle of the park Not, you know I know we've played Ennis a lot you know, and we're looking to, to rest him but we thought we'd bring Griffiths on but Griffiths had a recurrence of his ankle uh, so we don't know how long that's going to keep him out you know we're desperately short of bodies at the minute but we've got a couple of weeks off league action now we'll get ready for the Bridge Manchester Cup game next week but you know, I thought there was, there was a couple of stand-up performances. I thought Gabidon was was excellent, and the work we've done we out behind the scenes with him. Uh, you can see what a player he's going to be. But you know, with the injury curse, strikes we lose Gribbin, which is a big loss for us—a big, big loss. Uh, uh, Rodwell Grant
5: though also <coughs> seems to be really improving and mm. getting. He was he was really hungry for the ball. It <coughs> seemed, and, and that uh, shot, as you just mentioned, yeah. puts. Uh, Charlie Ennis under pressure I, th- I it? thought he was
0: excellent you know, I, th- I thought he was I thought his link-up play was good I think his overall play was good and, and, and listen uh, you know, I, we should be winning that game by seven or eight today you, you should be the, the amount of possession you have you've got to, be, you've got to go, be clinical in the final third you've got to be ruthless and, and we wasn't today and that's why we've come all, away with a point and not three but you know, it, is, it is another game unbeaten it is now one defeated eight which is a good record but we want to be winning these games Statistically
5: bizarre league I mean FC are top having I mean, you know 27 points out of 48 <laughs> home form seems to be um, more of an issue than away form in a way apart from obviously Geisley yeah. and uh, any ideas about
0: that I don't know it's a mental barrier I'm not sure but you, you can't you beat more than Shields here and no yeah, disrespect but true. you can't beat Atherton or Lancaster <laughs> so it, it's not a, it's not an ability mm-hmm. wise you know but but today you know for as bad as we were against Atherton we were really good today You know, with the move the ball, you could see the fans were up for it, and you know, another day Curtis wheels away there, and we win the game, or Tavonga scores open opportunity, or Regan gets another one, or Robwell Grant scores in top corner. So, I'd be disappointed if we weren't creating chances, but I'm, I'm mad because we haven't been ruthless enough, we haven't been clinical enough to take the points today, and that's that hurts. That you know that hurts, but you know the rest now. You know, we'll, we'll give a few lads uh, chances next week, a couple of new bodies coming in, uh, but a lot of lads need rest next week now and you know, might be a chance for a couple of academy lads to come in and play, but we, you know, we desperately need to get these lads back and, and fit and ready to go again for the ne- next onslaught in the league.
1: Neil Reynolds there speaking to James following that one-all draw from Saturday. Just the one game for FC United this week as the Reds host Staleybridge Celtic in this season's Manchester Premier Cup. Kick-off at Broadhurst Park this Saturday will be at 3pm. But as always, if you cannot make this game in person, then have no fear, we'll have full commentary on fc-radio.co.uk from 2.30pm. Well, that's it for this week's edition of This Club is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved in FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and from me, Cockers, see you next time.
7: This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.